And Marty is recovering from pneumonia and other issues with his throat. His wife, Christine, will be in at 9 o'clock. We'll get an update on Marty, and he sends his thanks to all of you who have reached out to wish him well. Really overwhelmed, he said, by the outreach. And you can go to Get Marty or uh, Get Marty on X and send him a message or mail key and instant access. Just go to instant access at kdkradio.com, and he will get your message directly. So, Paul, baseball mentioned yesterday first game is saturday at one o'clock um they're going to play the twins in fort myers and that'll open up the spring training and on air schedule too yeah, so, and it's, it's not just spring training for the players it's for the broadcasters too they've been off for a few months yeah they got to get warmed up so joe block and greg brown will still do what they do uh familiar voices so they'll be alternating yeah certainly greg brown's been around long time we had joe block in uh last week and i like them both I they have joe. different styles it's a nice change to go back and from one to the other i think joe said it's a sixth year i know greg's been there for god he's been there a long time now so sportsnet pittsburgh this is remember there was great acrimony over they weren't going to do this anymore when it was at&t and who's going to carry the games and where are we going to be able to see them well the Fenway group so the Penguins and the Pirates Pirates have ownership in this too as I understand it well yesterday they announced the broadcast team which includes some new faces Greg Brown and Joe Block will return as I mentioned as will Bob Walk John Wayner Kevin Young Matt Caps, and Neil Walker and they'll rotate being color analysts and then Latrobe native Hannah Mears replaces Robbie Insmikowski as the sideline reporter. She's a, I'm unfamiliar with her. Well, she's a Penn State grad. She has worked for the Big Ten Network and on air and as a producer for KDKA TV and in freelance for the Steelers, Penguins, and the Pirates. I, I do want to say that I think I think it's a loss that we don't have Robbie. I think he was added a lot to the telecast. I, I loved Robbie's style real enthusiasm and he has a wicked sense of humor he does and he's a great guy and we wish robbie well absolutely and then here was the big question mark rob king who as the studio host does a phenomenal job yes he does and as i understand it uh he wanted to be back and he is back so who will they have with him now the, uh, here, the, some players right here you go here check this out one of the coolest interviews when we would go to spring training every year for 20 years, when Stephen Brault, pitcher, was here, we would love to interview him because he was a musician. He had all these great tattoos, and he would every year get new tattoos, and he'd say, hey, this is what I got in the offseason. And remember he sang the national anthem That's once? right. He's colorful, isn't he? He's yeah. a great character and a lot of fun. So he's 31 years old. He was spent seven seasons as a left-handed pitcher in the majors, six of those with the Pirates. Speaking of characters, is McHenry coming back? Yes. Because he's got great enthusiasm. Yes. Michael yeah. McHenry is back. Uh, they're adding Jordy Mercer hey. and Alex Presley. And then McHenry, Caps, Neil Walker, and Kevin Young will be uh, studio analysts for pre- and post-game. 
Dan Potash and Haley Hunter will also serve as sideline reporters during the season. There we go. Now, there's a name that I'm glad to hear, Potash. He does a wonderful, especially with hockey. He's a He's another character. He makes connections with the players, and you can see that in the between-period interviews and then, or when they do a little feature piece like along the bench or something. And you may have seen uh, Haley Hunter, who was added this year to the Penguins broadcast, seated next to Jay Caulfield most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's your lineup uh, for Sportsnet That's Pittsburgh. a very extensive cast. <laughs> yeah. And-, and, and, of course, not all at the same time. Right? No, but... I mean, that, like you have four pl- players that are going to do uh, color, right? That's a big cast but of you've characters. But you've got, you know, but you have a TV and a radio going at the same time, so... And by the way, we're announcing that we are also carrying our share of Pirates games, including some spring training games and seasonal games, uh, those weekday games. It's our day first games. one uh, next Tuesday, is it? Yeah, we ne- got Tuesday. Next Tuesday at 1? Tuesday at 1 o'clock, the Pirates host the Atlanta Braves in Lecom Park. Good. And next hour, I'm going to talk to Elliot Felcioni from Bradenton. Uh, special day. They're going to dedicate uh, the road right outside of Lecom, I believe, uh, in the name of Roberto Clemente. His sons are there. Uh, it's a very special day. So that's all coming up. And next... Why is Pittsburgh among the loneliest cities in America? Boy, that's a classic from Three Dog Night. This is the Big K Morning Show, KDKA, and our producer, Samantha McGill, has pointed out, apparently Pittsburgh is on a list. We made the top 10 of loneliest cities. Yes. It's a little deceiving. Yeah, yeah. My, I was I shared this story with my boyfriend, McDreamy, last night, and he was a little bit upset because he was like, they're lying. I was like, no, no, but it, you know, it's definitely a deceiving headline. So there's a new study, that a new report that Pittsburgh is on the top 10 list of loneliest cities. It's at number six behind Cleveland, Ohio, and one spot ahead of Cincinnati, Ohio. Interesting that we're all in the AFC North together. Yeah. Same, yeah. And <laughs> in football. And number one is Washington, D.C. Um, so the criteria, though, is that it's people that live alone. Yeah. It means that people that like one single, one household. So. According to the data, Pittsburgh has 136,444 households, with 62,894 being one-person household. I mean, that seems high to me. Yeah. So it's also the eighth loneliest city for men, specifically. Um, It found that 31,447 men 18 years and older live alone, and there are one out of 126,400 men 18 and up in Pittsburgh. So it's, I think, number 12th for women, but number eight for loneliest city for men. I think, I, I think it's like there's a lot of factors that go into Like, I think it's because Pittsburgh is an affordable city. Right. So, like, if you look at New York City, a lot of people don't live alone because it's an expensive place to live, whereas Pittsburgh... Cleveland, Cincinnati, I think 
generally more affordable cities. Well, that's a good point. You know, w- would you prefer to live alone? A lot of people do. Uh, I li- I lived alone in college and I did like it and I have roommates now. Um, I like having roommates because it's cheaper, and it's you always have people. But it's unfortunate when you all get the stomach flu, and you have one bathroom. <laughs> I grew up. There were five of us, four boys and my sister Nancy, our parents, a dog, one bathroom. And when I got a chance to live alone for a very, very short period of time, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I I liked living alone. But then it was quiet. Yeah. When you're used to that much chaos. Yeah, it's too quiet. So then I got into this business, and now I have chaos in both places. Well, of course. Home and away. Yes, Interesting, though. We're, we're so, six? Six, yeah. Behind Cleveland and ahead of Cincinnati. Yes. One is a lonely number, unless you really enjoy the peace and quiet. Yes. Count your blessings at times. <laughs> Marty Griffin is on the mend. He is dealing with pneumonia. He's been very open about his medical issues. Uh, happy to report his wife, Christine, is coming in at 9 o'clock, as she does every Wednesday, and So she'll give us an update, too. But uh, we do thank you for all your well wishes for Marty. You can go to the Get Marty Facebook page or X or KDKRadio.com. So overnight, Sunday into Monday, debuted a brand-new show right here on KDK Radio from 1 until 5, and it's called The Next Take. And behind it, from the University of Pittsburgh, is somebody I've known for a long time, few semesters. We'll leave it at that. Kevin Smith, teaching professor, director of undergraduate studies in broadcast. He has a long history also in the film business. A feature film catalog includes Pride. Remember Terrence Howard and the Flip Wilson story, One Heartbeat, and on and on. He is an extremely talented man, and he is coordinating this new show for KDK. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Larry, and please pass along my uh, regards to Marty. I hope he's feeling better. He's a wonderful man, so thank you for uh, having me on this day. So i got to say, this is very innovative, and I'm not sure even you're aware of it. It's getting national attention and got some Hmm. kudos from people around the country saying, what an innovative idea. So credit to our big, big boss, Michael Spacipoli, Amy Mock, uh, Dave Labrosi, PJ Mm -hmm. Kamanchik from our team, and you, Mm -hmm. And this is. A, oh, thank you. Tell us the genesis of how this show uh, began and what having University of Pittsburgh students can mean to us and to them. Absolutely. Well, number one, as you mentioned, uh, Mike Spacchiopoli, uh, it's his brainchild. Uh, and, you know, Mike's so innovative at, at uh, Odyssey Radio and, and so creative. And what he wanted to do is reach out to me regarding how to put a fresh spin on much of the news that we hear. And, you know, you and I have been in the business forever and, and, and doing news, but we have our perspectives, and many people kind of look at uh, news kind of myopically. The students that are at the University of Pittsburgh, and actually most universities, uh, they do follow news, in fact, very closely, but they have a different perspective on it. And I think the number one thing, and uh, which is kind of unique, uh, you know, forever, KDK is truly the voice of Pittsburgh. It's been the voice of Pittsburgh since it signed on, being the first station, and it's still, it's the voice of Pittsburgh. And what makes it unique is it's, it's not just the voice for people my age, people that are middle age. It's the voice for even younger people. 
And this is what Mike uh, decided that this would be the route that would really invigorate a lot of listeners and give them a new perspective. Yeah, I would say based on the fact we put a lot of effort with covering high school game of the week, basketball and football has put us in touch Mm -hmm. with the younger audience. And the natural progression is they move on from high school. And in this case, at the University of Pittsburgh. So you kind of tie all of your skill sets together, including, and I want to mention, I told Paul Rasmussen that you were with Scott Shannon at Z100 in New York when it was the number one show in America. So (laughs) you you have the radio bug, too, along with all the other things you've done in the the film business as well. Yeah, thank you, Larry. Uh, Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I've been blessed with uh, a very uh, fortunate career, radio, television, um, a film. And the interesting part is with the students that I get to work with and I get to expose them to everything with all the uh, curriculum we have from the uh, TV show Pit to the Point to uh, all the various projects that we do. And I still learn things from these students because, again, they're looking at the world in a completely different prism than what I'm familiar with. And uh, even though I do have a 20-year-old, so I do get the whole Snapchat world going on. But that being said, uh, the students do uh, discuss issues in class that you wouldn't think. It's not so much just uh, silly giggle things at times. They have some very serious concerns, and they are very proactive in discussing these things. That said, it's four hours. I mean, that's some effort. Here's, yeah. here's a little snippet. You can hear the voices of Next Take. It's hour four, and you're listening to KDK's Next Take. I'm Jamie Ely. I'm Margo Rensel. And I'm Ryan Sarabokia. One of the things Pittsburgh's known for is its Pittsburghese, from words like Mount Washington, you know, the Cricks, and that. Ryan? Dantan. Yep. All of those amazing Pittsburghese words made us start thinking, what was some of the slang from where we came from? And that was just this morning. I really enjoyed that, by the way. And then one of the things, just thinking about it, and it'll evolve over time, too, because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a process. And one of the things I really was fascinated to hear was the amount of social media time they spend. For instance, uh, one of the gals said she's on her phone. It says 11 hours a day. And so mm-hmm. much of what she does is on the phone. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. that that generation is much different than the rest of us, although some of us are catching up. <laughs> Isn't that true? Uh, you know, number one is, as much as we would watch television and there'd be commercials, they don't do that. Uh, they watch their content through their phones um, at all times. And even if they uh, don't watch it and they do have a television monitor, it's probably a smart TV. So they route from their phone to what they're watching. And in addition, uh, their communication is through that, how they get gather their information with their alerts from uh, every kind of news brief to sports brief to you name it. They get alerts all the time. And I will say this, they are truly experts at digital content. They're remarkable at digital content, which is, let's face it, that's the direction that media has gone. And so they're quite proficient at it. And now it's just a matter of, trying to learn from experts like yourself of how to disseminate that information via a broadcast. Well, Big Boss Dave had an idea, and I think it's a Mm -hmm. great idea, is that we invite them at some point to come in and Mm -hmm. sit in on the show here for a couple of hours, and they can see kind of behind the curtain what we do, and also we'd love to hear their perspectives as well. So we'll, we'll coordinate that with you for 
uh, the near future? Absolutely. You know, first and foremost, if they can learn from, I always say, if you can learn from experts, learn from experts. You are definitely an expert. The Big K Morning Show is a remarkable show. Uh, and just getting that, seeing how it's done from the timing to the preparation. And you know, these are very, very intelligent young people. But what most importantly, to see how an expert handles this deftly on a, on a not only daily basis, but, but minute to minute, that is they're going to learn more from you in a few hours than what they probably will learn from me in four years, unfortunately. But that's the truth. <laughs> Kevin Smith, the teaching professor, director of undergraduate studies, broadcast University of Pittsburgh. We've got to stay in touch, man. It's been a, it's been would, a while, but you are, what, now six years in at Pitt. You still have your hand in Hollywood and now doing this. So thank you, my man. It's my pleasure. It's an honor. I miss you a lot, Larry. And uh, what a great show you have. I love listening to it. And please pass along my regards to Marty. I hope he's better soon. You got it. Check out KDK's next take overnights, 1 to 5 on KDKA. Coming up, more details on Vice President Kamala Harris's visit to Pittsburgh. Also, it's a big day for the Clemente family and fans. We'll explain in our next half hour. And uh, Yaramir Yager, that weekend was so great for so many Penguins fans. And I thought that the organization did a great job of highlighting it. And it made national news, especially since uh, Yaramir Yager's girlfriend, Dominica, apparently uh, can take a joke, accompanied Yager to the Jersey retirement ceremony on ice. During his speech to the crowd, he acknowledged that uh, she was not alive when he started his career with the Penguins in 1990, but promised fans he has told all about his time then. Luckily for Yager, she laughed along with the crowd, and the couple has been together for more than three years, have an age gap of a couple of decades. I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember I played in Pittsburgh, but I... <laughs> <laughs> but I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. <laughs> that was great. They they had stories about Yager going to Rossbark Mall and Monroeville Mall and buying jeans and of course so many people in the crowd wearing mullets and in the warm ups, even Sidney Crosby had a mullet wig on. Ended up being a great, great weekend. Fortunately, the Penguins lost the game. Uh, they had a one nothing lead at the end of that game against the Kings and then lost and then lost last night. At least they lost in overtime, so they get a point. But it's starting to look really challenging for them to make the playoffs. And for them to miss two playoff seasons back-to-back, I'd have to go back in history because they had been in the playoffs for almost two decades. So hopefully they can right the ship. They got the Canadian in town tomorrow night.